Hello and welcome back to the Inner Herald podcast. I'm your host, Catherine DeMay, and welcome to February, guys. The cold month, the shortest month, but it also happens to be Black History Month. And to celebrate we this month, uh, we at the Herald have a lot of stuff heading your way. Um, not only are we going to be changing things up in terms of the format in case you haven't noticed over at instagram we're kind of going for an old-timey feel um you know uh, that will be really fun and that will be sort of going on to the podcast as well later in the month we'll be getting a little bit expose or i should say a little bit of a peek behind the curtain about the Herald at the college and what it used to look like back in the day. We're also going to be um, doing a bit of uh, dramatized reading of a poem from last issue. And we're also going to be host- doing two special episodes catered towards Black History Month. So this episode that you're listening to right now is part one um, to sort of kick things off. Uh, The second part will be coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. But for this episode, for this to sort of the Black History on a good start, um, I have invited us. two special guests with me today who will be taking a look at what does black history mean? How can we participate and celebrate it? And how can we as students um, take it further than just, you know, the typical stuff? All right, with me is Kate Johnson and Storm Jeffers, um, who will be talking a little bit about a project, um, which is the Black History um, Edit-a-thon that will be happening this month. So, Kate, Storm, hello. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having us. Um, Yeah. I'm uh, my name is Kate Johnson and I am the Ennis College librarian and I am very pleased to be taking part for the first time in the Black History Month Editathon and uh, I will let Storm introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Storm Jeffers. I'm a black woman, a first generation Canadian, first generation university graduate. Um, I'm currently a doctoral candidate in the Department of Sociology at University of Toronto. I study punishment, incarceration, policy, and relationality. Um, I also am an educator, and so I do a lot of research on, on a little bit of research, let's say, on education as well. Well, it's great to have you both on the podcast, you know, getting a chance to interview pretty much everybody at Ennis and elsewhere is really important for us to be able to, especially this month when, even though, yes, it's the shortest month of the year, um, Black history is very important. And I'm really glad to be able to talk about this project that you guys have been working on for so long. Um, but before we get into the details of how the editathon works and what it is and how students can get involved. I'm very interested to know um, what does celebrating Black Canadian History Month mean to you? Um, as a, a member of the Innes College community and a librarian at UFT, um, it, what I view at Black History um, Month as being so significant is that it is 
just one time of the year that we're really focusing on celebrating events, but also looking at more difficult topics um, and be able to highlight the scholarship also that people have been working on um, black scholars who contribute significantly in the sense of new materials and understandings and also um, bringing forth those stories for the creators or filmmakers or um, storytellers that are involved. And I think there's a really rich opportunity in the form of education and academia to be more proactive because the system has had a lot of problems consistently um, being able to highlight and enhance uh, those uh, opportunities and scholarship. So for me, I, from a personal point of view, I love discovering more as a, a white uh, woman learning more every single day and then being able to showcase to the students what's out there for them to learn from and take part in as um, black students or students um, from other backgrounds. Doran? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with Kate. Um, so celebrating Black History Month means the world to me, uh, obviously as a Black woman. I think in the Canadian context, we have a tendency to downplay Blackness and also racial inequality that happens in Canada because we're almost always comparing ourselves to the U.S. Um, so this means, generally speaking, that we understand racial dynamics as like not as bad as in the United States. Um, but also if we think about cultural richness, we have a tendency to think a lot less about the multitude of ways to be Black in the Canadian context. There's so many different kinds of Black people, um, their beliefs, their cultural and ethnic differences, and so many other things. So Black History Month, Black Canadian History Month, it gives us a space to have more conversations about things like you know, grief around things like Black death and Black struggle, um, but also to think about and reflect on um, Black healing and Black resistance. So really, it's an opportunity to learn, reflect, pay respect to, and also take joy in Black life, um, to look at what's come before us, uh, but also what's going on now. So I like to think of Black historical significance, but also uh, what's going on in the contemporary moment that we can think through. Yeah, um, you know, as a Black student myself, this is, you know, who had immigrated to Canada from, like, as an eight-year-old year from a Black uh, country in the Caribbean. It's something that is very new to me in terms of, like, you know, race was a construct, yes, but it just never really was something that impacted me as much mm -hmm. until I came to Canada and then I realized the difference in between me and my white um, fellow students. And so it really is important to me to be able to get into that space and understand the Canadian history and try not to fall into the trap of like, oh, you know, we don't really have an issue when we do. <laughs> so I'm really glad to be able to talk about this. So let's uh, talk a little bit about I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit in terms of, like, do Canadians actually know our Black history? Um, but why do you think it is? Why do you think that in comparing ourselves to the United States, we kind of, like, think, oh, we're not racist, or, oh, we don't have a racial problem? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, yeah, so that tendency to compare ourselves to the U.S., I think, has a lot of um, issues. And I think <laughs> that part of the reason why this happens is because Canada's policy and national ethos uh, really stresses this identity that is multicultural. Um, and I think when we have this multicultural identity and we compare that to um, very obvious systemic forms of racism happening in the U.S., that this idea of ourselves as Canadians, as this multicultural people, um, I think fundamentally leads us to often ignore the social, racial inequalities that are happening in Canada. Um, so Canada has a really long history of othering uh, Black people. Um, as a, as a you know, growing up a Black child, I don't remember a lot of instances at school where I learned about Black Canadian history. Um, if I did, it was almost always relegated to, I don't know if you can remember those textbooks, but those like little squares that are kind of separate from the rest of the text, just like a little moment or one individual mm -hmm. that had a contribution um, to Black history. So I don't think it's regularly talked about in educational spaces, though I do think this is important about um, Black Canadian life and uh inequality facing Black Canadians in general society. It's just not a conversation I hear about very frequently. Um, so that comparison to the U.S. is is really damaging. Um, I also think that we don't know as much as we should about Black Canadian life because of our tendency to focus on inequalities. Um, we almost always think about Blackness in relationship to whiteness. So that means we're almost always thinking about um, oppression of Black people, um, Black death, uh, things like incarceration, right? Like, I think it's important to look at what's happened in the past. And, you know, Black people are still facing barriers um, and discrimination in education, in um, in the criminal justice system, in healthcare, in the labor market, right? And we have like Statistics Canada data to demonstrate this point. Um, so I do think that those are important to discuss. However, I think by focusing on that, we don't attend to blackness in like what I would say as its purest form. Um, we don't think about black joy very much. We don't focus on things like black music, black art, black scholarship, black writing, black poetry, um, different ways of thinking across the black community. It's almost always grounded in this like oppression lens through power dynamics. Um, so I think we have to do a better job of, yes, talking about those power dynamics and continued issue, issues, sorry, and historical issues uh, of oppression um, while also not losing sight of blackness like people find joy um and and gratitude in within the black community itself um and i'm gonna also be completely honest this isn't even something i was thinking about well last summer i took a black study seminar at utsc june uh 2021 and like it was in that space with a bunch of other black people talking about black life where this like aha moment where I had this aha moment um, that that stressed me like I really need to be thinking about blackness in a more robust way that looks at the inequality side but also the joy the love the food the culture <laughs> yeah. with with that aspect it, one of the things that in a college library focused on 
back in 2020, back when we first uh, kind of entered the world of COVID, was how can we highlight and celebrate and draw attention to Black scholars who are working um Predominantly, we focused on cinema studies, writing and rhetoric, um, and uh, urban studies, because those are the academic programs at Ennis College, and wanting to highlight the work that people are doing and draw in that perspective of celebrating that these people are contributing and offering their own perspectives, um, in some cases through the lens of Black studies, in some cases just um, focusing their creative work, their um, uh, interests and scholarly uh, skills in building up uh, those reputations. And I think the, you know, I so appreciate hearing Storm kind of unpack that element of that there is a predominance in Canada, you know, of not necessarily um, of comparing automatically to the U.S., um, and I think what something like the Black uh, History Month Editathon gives an opportunity is that um, the focus of these libraries is to focus on highlighting and adding content that represents Black Canadians, and that can be across all kinds of aspects. Um, there are um, uh, different opportunities for that of what kind of content is added from the significant historical and conflict and um, uh, misrepresentation to also the gaps that are really there that need to be celebrated and highlighted that people are discovering every day through either um, archival research or the more current um, support and documentation that we can now found, find online of, of uh, different communities drawing together like um, the Black Screen Office of Canada and different um, platforms where we could be able to draw that information and celebrate um, uh, and highlight the people involved in those works so people see representation but also get to acknowledge that funding and those supports to be able to create more content um, are really necessary and seeing the impact of that. Yeah, I really think that's important to recognize, you know, the idea of Black joy and not just oppression, but also be able to highlight the resources and uh, research that so many Black scholars have done um, and are doing currently at, at U of T. Um, so let's just switch to talking a little bit about this editor salon that I've been uh, very curious to understand <laughs> what it is uh, and, you know, what is this, what is the BHE, how can students get involved, um, or how did you decide to host <laughs> so um, I would say the hosting part is part of a much larger community. Um, Innes College, uh, one of the decisions that I made this year is I want, I'm going to be involved in learning how to facilitate, and this is our first year, and then hopefully every single year grow. So now that we're back on campus, like next year, an in-person event and those kinds of things. Um, and I've gotten to benefit from uh, that. There's an amazing team of people who are involved, such as Storm, um, who are working on uh, the logistics, the, um, and we, we have really fortunate backgrounds of people who've hosted Wikipedia edit-a-thons, Wikidata edit-a-thons. So these different kinds of components of a digital platform that I think people have now grown accustomed to, but there's always new ways of adding in content. 
Um, so from the Innis College perspective, this is something that has already been taken part, but we're really trying to promote and encourage um, students to get involved. And I'm trying to gain a better understanding of um, the facility facilitation part so then we can be more actively involved. Um, Storm, would you want to give kind of a bit of an overview um, of the the layout or? Uh, yeah, I can speak to the 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 event. So um, as Kate mentioned, it's part of a bigger, it's not just like a U of T event. It's University of Toronto, to Toronto Metropolitan University, York University, and Toronto Public Library. So it's quite a big um, group of people who have come together to put this event on, uh, primarily library uh, staff, archive staff, and also students at University of Toronto as well. Um, it's not just for students, it is for students, of course, um, but faculty are involved, community members are also involved. Um, so you can find more information about this by, if you just go to Google and type in Black History Editathon 2023, there's a Wikipedia page with a whole bunch of information about the event, uh, how to register it, uh, sorry, register for it. Um, and those who wish to get involved can choose topics to edit or topics to create on the Wikipedia platform on Wikidata, Wiki sorry, um, as well. And I really want to highlight for students who might be feeling overwhelmed, you can join without any prior experience on how to use Wikipedia. We offer training sessions that you can join. Um, we also hold virtual editing sessions every Friday, and those sessions have facilitators. So if you have anything, like there's no stupid questions, um, there are people to help you. Uh, please join, please take part. Um, some of my students in my second year course that I teach at U of T, uh, they're taking part for part of their grade, and most of them have never contributed to Wikipedia before. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a basically a space. It's a month long event for you to think about different topics, um, that pertain to black history and black contemporary life. And I also want to highlight that on February 8th, there is a panel, or this is our kickoff event from one to 2.30 PM. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful panel discussion with three amazing people. So you wouldn't want to miss that. I don't think. Out. Yeah, it's it's a really great opportunity because you get to not only develop the skills of using Wikipedia and the other component, if people are interested, Wikidata, which um, looks at kind of the data that is then pulled into Wikipedia and be able to highlight. But you also get to be exposed to different lists. So even if you aren't sure, you know, what you it's, the expectation is you're not suddenly going to be uh, you can either come with some of your own ideas, but there's lists to work from. And whether you want to be able to contribute as a writer, if it is, you know, also doing technical of like updating links, making sure that the content is um, linked throughout other platforms, learning about how Wikipedia works. But the other option is that you get to see the lists of what has been contributed and learn about new people, learn about new um, organizations of different elements of Black history in Canada. So that is the folk, one of the focuses of it. But it's not just Black history, but as Storm has um, voice, it's also currency. You know, history is always being created in every moment. Um, so what are those kinds of contribute, uh, contributions? And 
And if people have ideas that they want to suggest, then that that's always something that can be open for discussion of, you know, if not this year, then what can we plan again for next year? So a lot of inspiration. Yeah. And I also want to add that Wikipedia is kind of the place that we're doing this at a thon because most people use Wikipedia as their go-to source to learn about things sort of as an introduction. Um, and despite what your professors might say, many of them also use Wikipedia. We know that the majority of students use Wikipedia even as they're starting to just learn some preliminary information about a given topic. Um, it's also barrier-free, like there's no paywall. paywalls you can contribute financially, but there's no cost to using it, and it's pretty easy to use as well. So, um, yeah, take part. You can sort of find some community through the sessions, through the kickoff event as well. Um, you can talk to other people to learn about what's going on across the, these different library communities um, and universities uh, in terms of Black life and other events going on during Black History Month, too. So, yeah, it's really an opportunity to, you know, think about, talk about, document, increase information and reflect on Black Canadian historical and contemporary life. And at U of T, there are different libraries that are taking part. So for those students who are part of engineering, the engineering library is going to be hosting an uh, in-person event, which they're advertising through uh, their engineering uh, listservs. There are also online, um, so different. The si there's a science component of different libraries that are being involved. Um, and uh, you know, as a librarian, I uh, who has worked in lots of different subject areas, um, Wikipedia as a starting point. You know, part of the reason that we're, we're involved with this is contributing those reliable um, kind of go down to the references, see what those materials are, linking out to be able to find where is this content being, um, this information being pulled from. We're just helping to contribute to the world of scholarship and um, also increasing discoverability because as people will go often to Google as a first starting point, being able to create more content focused on Black life, on Black um, research, on, on Black um, academics and um, uh, Black musicians or creators, it allows us to increase that profile internationally as well. Well, that seems like a lot of fun, and I really hope that a lot of students get a chance to participate because, um, you know, this is a great chance to make a change in history, if you will, um, and get a chance to learn a lot about Black history that is mostly unaware of. Um, due to the time, I don't want to overstep boundaries and let you guys uh, go on with your day, but is there any final messages you want to say to our listeners? Something that I just want to reiterate is that there's the ability to register by Googling um, uh, Wikipedia, but Black History Wikipedia Edithon 2023 in its college library, um, which has social media platforms at um, at Innes College Lib will also have posts that will link to this. Uh, the event registration page allows you to register for the kickoff event on February 8th, which we really hope you uh, all attend. Um, and also um, you get to select from there and sign up for um, the Friday edit-a-thons. You could choose to attend one, you could choose to attend all of them. And remember, no experience is needed. Therefore, you will get um, uh, 
uh, either some onboarding and there will be people like me there to help and um, help to facilitate your experience because you'll be editing on Zoom and you'll be able to kind of connect with different people that way. So I feel like Kate did such a good job of, you know, giving some final thoughts about the um, event. I just want to speak more generally. I think going into this February, like be responsible, knowledgeable, patient, compassionate, you know, willing to listen and willing to learn. Growth is such an important part of life. And this is an opportunity for you to grow through not just what you're learning, but then the information that you're sharing with other people. So do take part in the edit-a-thon, but even if you can't or you don't have the time, um, or maybe this isn't up your alley, although, you know, make it. <laughs> um, but no, even if you're not going to take part in the edit-a-thon, like, try to find another way to learn from other people, learn about other cultures, other communities, um, you know, spread some love, some joy, and take care of other people as well. So water yourself and water other people. Exactly. Well, well-worded, Storm. <laughs> There will there will also be other NS College events. Uh, there's an NS College book club to take advantage of. So um, I encourage all NS College students to check their emails. But there will also be other events that will be open to everyone, including a screening that's going to happen at NS Town Hall. So visit the NS events page, and that will have lists. And we'll also have probably a link to the Black History Edition. Well, this has been a great time. Thank you, Kay and Storm, for joining me today and getting um, to talk a little bit about Black history. And I'm super excited for this event. I hope we can all participate. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's been awesome chatting with you. Ciao. This episode was part one of the Black History special episode. To stay tuned for the second part that will be coming out later this month. My name is Kathleen DeMay, and this is the Innis Herald Podcast.